Hi, we are Ellen and Lauren. We are sisters, wives, mothers, veterans, and all-around DIYers living our best lives. Our families each have three kids between 4 and 18 years old. On this podcast, we hope to help you learn to do what you can, where you are, and try not to sweat the rest. If you want to learn more about what we're discussing today, check out our show notes at wifestylehustle.com. You're listening to Wifestyle Hustle. Before we get started today, we would like to talk a little about a podcast we've been enjoying lately. Coach Up helps women-owned businesses succeed through her amazing interviews with entrepreneurs. Are you frustrated in your coaching business, struggling to find consistent clients, uncomfortable doing marketing, feel like you're all over the place, putting in hours of work but seeing no result? Here's your solution. Tune in to the Coach Up podcast. The Coach Up podcast spotlights coaches who have built their coaching businesses to six and seven figures, where they pull back the veil on how they did it. Get the hidden tactics, strategies, and systems these coaches used to make their businesses profitable so that you can replicate them and do the same. Learn how to make your coaching business a success by tuning into the Coach Up podcast. Check out the podcast on all podcast platforms today. All right, now we'll get back to our episode for today. I've heard it said that being a stay-at-home mom is a pretty easy job from a lot of people. I would have to agree. Besides the child-rearing, gardening, canning, making everything homemade, and just spending time with your kids, there isn't much to it. Today, we're talking about a few things that we've done outside the home and make some suggestions for some side hustles for other moms. Some of these things can earn you money, and others are just for the joy of doing them. So we've talked a little bit about what jobs we did um, after we got married, but before we had kids. And honestly, I did a lot of things after I got married, but before I had kids. I I always had a full-time job, and... I, for various reasons, uh, because we moved or uh, because of my schedule with the army, I changed jobs uh, several times during those years before we had kids. Ten years. <laughs> so it was actually quite a while. Um, but right before we had kids, like even while I was pregnant, I think I was seven months pregnant when I left my job. I worked at a department store in a makeup department as a manager and it was definitely different, you know, than a lot of other jobs I've had. Um, <laughs> I was sales, a salesperson basically, um, and got to manage a couple of other people by the time I left. And it was, it was pretty fun, actually. You got to meet a lot of people and they were just, you know, coming in and out of the store all the time. And, and because of the kind of intimate nature of helping people pick out make, makeup, I got to hear a lot of stuff from them and it was pretty entertaining. So after I, uh, after I got pregnant and like after we moved, I, 
worked as well well sorry i quit the job and then i it was probably like seven seven or eight months after i quit that job i started working as a regional makeup artist which sent me all around the county actually a couple of counties several counties um in this area to different department stores working as a makeup artist and it was a little bit different and if you're looking for you know some kind of really low low key you know position at department stores it's actually a really great place to start because you really don't get that many hours and you get to say no whenever you want to which is really nice and early if you have little kids yeah yeah like <laughs> i i did that job while i was a stay-at-home mom so you know if someone was sick or you know something like that last minute i usually i honestly i usually didn't call in if someone was sick because i'd already planned to have my husband there but if i knew that we were going to be out of town or something like that and they offered me hours i would just say no like they always wanted me to work at thanksgiving but we always went out of town so i just said no sorry i'm not available so i can't do those hours no black friday for me (laughs) i know just move on down the list to the their next target and leave me alone (laughs) so that all ended with covid so intimacy was a bad thing uh when covid came around uh touching people all the time and which i think ellen actually thought was a little bit revolting before covid (laughs) (laughs) maybe but uh i I give you a lot of credit you 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 do that makeup (laughs) i know well it was a little strange because i went from being a medic where i never touched anyone's anything with my hands i always wore gloves to working in a department store makeup counter where you never wore gloves like it was it was impolite or whatever to think that you wouldn't want to touch people and i was like no it's not it's nasty to touch people don't want to touch people but yeah i I feel the same way (laughs) whenever i've had my makeup done by a professional not you lauren not not i know but i know i've always felt it kind of odd that they don't wear gloves I mean, you wear yep. gloves to do everything, but not You're like touching all over someone else's face. Yuck. Okay, so that all ended <laughs> with COVID. <laughs> sorry, fellow makeup artists. I know a few of you listen to this and, you know, I'm sorry, but that's how I really felt. I, I was actually kind of glad when they stopped calling me. Because by the end of that job, I had all three kids and I didn't want to go anymore. But it was money. It was good money. And when they called, I felt like I needed to keep on taking the jobs because if I didn't, then they just would stop calling. But then after COVID, I was like, phew, I'm glad that's over. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing I miss about it is talking to people. You got to meet all kinds of people in that job. Like there was no age limit. There was no 
you know, demographic, really, everyone came and I talked to them all and I liked talking to them and hearing their stories and, and finding products that would work for them and, and make them feel good about themselves and make their skin look better. I, I actually loved selling the skincare the best, but that and was you were really, really good at it too. I was a good salesperson. I was. I'm not sure how dubious of a skill that is. Uh, <laughs> but you were you were also a good makeup artist. So it's not just that you were selling people a product. You were helping them find a product that worked well for them. So it, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't just sales. It, you were you were good at it. Yeah. Thanks, sister. I've done their <laughs> makeup lots of times. Yes. <laughs> she didn't try and sell me anything though. She just did my makeup and did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> I like not selling things to people. It's fun. <laughs> so I did so, like it too because it kept me out in the field. Like so I could always just say, Oh, and I've worked the past, you know, six years, five years, whatever, as a regional makeup artist. And yeah, I can't say that anymore because I have, I really haven't worked for them at all since COVID. They've, mm. they've asked me to come back a couple of times as a fragrance person, which I have no interest at all in. And the department store itself has tried to hire me a couple of times and their hours are much less flexible and mm -hmm. they didn't want to pay as much either. So, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really want to do <laughs> That's it. That's a big So, since then, I actually haven't had any steady employment. I, I've gone in and worked for a department store on a, like, uh, you, they just needed me for a month or a couple of weeks or, you know, something like that a couple of times. And I'm fine with it as long as there's an end date. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense uh-huh how about you well for me i until recently like earlier this year um i didn't really have a lot of work outside the home um I, i've mentioned before that jason works really crazy hours and so it it was hard for me to have any sort of employment because my time was so unpredictable uh, he, his time off where he could watch our kids uh, worked out to be different days of the week every single week. So it, it was just really hard for me to, to find a position, uh, find a job somewhere. So I just didn't really work a whole lot outside the house uh, for most of the time that our bigger kids were growing up. I did babysit a couple of times for a few different people, which was good because that was something I could do at home with my own kids. And it gave my kids uh, playmates. Uh, most recently, uh, I babysat a little guy who um, he was just a little bit younger than our youngest, which everybody knows we have a pretty big gap. So that was really nice for her to have somebody to play with um, that was closer to her age. So that that was that was kind of fun. We did that for a school year. Uh, she was a teacher. So it, it was, his mom was a teacher. So it was, you know, it worked out really well for us. But earlier this year, I actually got my first real job in 17 years. 
Yay! Um, I, <laughs> I work for a company that helps older folks stay in their homes. So a lot of times you'll have um, elderly folks who, you know, they they're they don't really need nursing home care or even assisted living, but they can't quite take care of their houses or take care of um, their meals or transportation, that sort of thing. And they would, but they would really like to stay in their own house. So, um, I, I go to people's houses. I help them cook and clean. I help with transportation. And sometimes all they need is companionship. I just sit and talk to people. I play games with them and, um, it's been a really good fit for me. I, I, I really enjoy it. I, I think that older folks have so much to offer. They, they have amazing, fun stories to tell. And mm-hmm. sometimes they're just a little bit lonely and they just need somebody to come and talk to them. And mm-hmm. so I, I really enjoyed this job. Um, and I, I almost don't even look at it as a job. It's just it's interesting to get to go and just talk to people. And like I said, I, I help them take care of their houses and their cleaning and stuff. But, uh, you know, Mostly, I look at it as a um, a companionship. I, I go and I just am nice to people, which I like. I like to be nice to people. <laughs> and you're good at it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing that I started doing this year also is um, I, I just kind of fell into it because a, a I'm in, I'm part of a gardening group in my area, and somebody had like a a 911 emergency in their garden. They had been out of town and their garden had gotten completely away from them. And so they, they put out a call for help looking for somebody to help them refab, re, uh, rehab their overgrown flower gardens. And this, I, I think I put a picture, a couple of pictures on our Facebook page. And this woman's beds are just spectacular. So beautiful. Flower. Yeah. Yes, flower beds. Um, we're we're just absolutely spectacular. Just I I I went over there. I was like, this is your garden. It was so beautiful. But she had it had gotten away from her, and so I I helped her rehab it. And she did a post for me on the same gardening group, and I I got a couple other jobs because of it. And um, people are just so thankful to see their gardens come back. So I've really enjoyed that this summer. Um, and so those are the two jobs that I've done, like I said, just very recently. And until then, I wasn't really doing anything. But it is kind of fun to be back, uh, leaving the house, um, like Lauren said. You know, it's it's nice to get out and have something that is mine outside yeah. of my family. And you know, Jason comes home and he tells me stories about work and how I come home and I get to tell him stories about work. So it's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Just like the old days. Right. <laughs> so I also volunteer. Um, I volunteered when the kids were in school. I worked with the PTO and their different schools. Um, Around here, there's a separate school for kindergarten than from elementary school. So I worked in those a little bit, not not as much as I would have liked because I did still have one kid at home. And after COVID was over, I didn't get to just leave her with my husband. (laughs) 
and go off and volunteer <laughs> with stuff. So I, I also, um, I volunteered for like field trips sometimes at school, like, you know, just getting in the classroom sometimes go in and read to the kids uh whenever i got a chance i i would have liked to spend a lot more time in there with them but like i said i had i had a kid at home and you're never allowed to bring your extra kid with you even though she wouldn't have been <laughs> any trouble i'm sure <laughs> it would have been fine <laughs> everyone loves her i actually i did take her to one of the story time reading things at the school and the kids just were so delighted to have her there <laughs> you know, made such a big deal out of her like set her in the middle of them and got her a little chair to sit on and called her the queen and it was so and, and you wonder why the younger siblings aren't welcome <laughs> i know <laughs> she's like okay let's read a book that's <laughs> yeah. I I volunteer at church a little bit too again because of my youngest well now all the kids are home all the time so yeah I don't get to do that as much as I would like um my husband's only home in the evenings so I my time is extremely limited right now. Like when the kids get a little bit older, I'm hoping to, you know, get back into the swing of volunteering for stuff. And I, I volunteer at nursery and, uh, preschool, Sunday school, that kind of stuff at church, which I, you know, I actually love being with the kids of a little bit different age group than mine, especially since, a lot of them know me, you know, cause I know their mothers and it just seeing how they are in like a learning environment. It's actually kind of intriguing. I like working <laughs> with them. And you know, when you get a kid in Sunday school, it's a little different than being their teacher at school. Cause you only see them once a week. So they're on like their best behavior as opposed to with their parents or at school. <laughs> so <laughs> you get the best you know you're the best out of that child <laughs> um i think that's about all i can't think of anything else i volunteer for well i work at the kids co-op now too as an assistant teacher i'm sure next year i'll do something more but right now i was like oh, i don't really know that much so that's the only other thing i volunteer for right now I do. I definitely would encourage you, um, our listeners, you know, if you have your kids in school to volunteer at the school, whenever you can take time off from work to do it. If, I mean, mm -hmm. if that's something that your work allows, because, you know, your kids love it, just love having you there. And you know, our teachers are overworked. They need as much help as they can get in the classroom. Yep. Very true. Um, for me, I, I, I think volunteering is so important and so needed. I mean, uh, a, a lot of families have to have two full-time incomes, uh, for whatever reason. And, um, so it, there isn't a lot of 
volunteers anymore in any organization, you know, be it, be a school or church or really anything. Uh, you know, our, our local food pantry is always asking for volunteers. So, I, I mean, there are so many places to plug in and volunteer if you're able. And so I, I, I this is my plug for volunteerism. If you're able, please volunteer somewhere because so many places need um, fresh volunteers to come and help. And it doesn't uh, have to be much. A lot of those food pantry uh, things, you volunteer once a month, a couple mm-hmm. of times a month. It, I mean, it isn't all that. And it's and it's fun. I, it is. I've done it, you know, a couple of times throughout childhood. And then again, you know, in the years that have been since then. And, you know, you, you run into people that you've never known before. And then you you all get together, you know, to get all the canned goods in order for people that come in. And then you also get to meet the people who are getting the food, which is, mm-hmm. it's just nice, you know, to hand over yep. a big box of food to someone who really needs it. Yep. Completely agree. Uh, for me, I have I've taught Sunday school um, and had other volunteer positions in our church, VBS, uh, was one of the highlights of the summer when my big kids were little. Uh, we just, and volunteering at BBS is, is always so rewarding. Um, so that that was one I, I always tried to catch. We, we actually, for quite a few years there, we kind of planned our vacations around when BBS was at our church so that we could make sure and be there for it because our kids love to go to BBS and it was just it was so much fun to so volunteer BBS. at that. VBS is Vacation Bible School. Most churches right. have it. Yep. Um, I am active in our homeschool co-op, and I help out wherever I can there. I've taught um, at most grade levels, um, but I like I I I, I taught I followed my big kids all the way up through high school. My highest level class was high school biology, and I was so glad. <laughs> When my youngest got old enough to be in, you know, be in classes, because I got to go back down to the littles, which are my favorite people. Uh, they, they're just so much fun to teach. And I, I love my high schoolers too, but I really like teaching the littles. They're just fun. Um, and then this isn't really volunteer, but uh, it is something that if you have an at-home parent, um, it's a little bit easier on, on everyone, um, foster care. Um, in my state, they can only give infants to a parent who's home all the time. So you, you can't put, um, an infant, I think it's less than eight weeks into uh, daycare. They have to be able to stay home so that, uh, it, it makes, um, parents or families that have a parent that stays home, all the time, uh, really sought after in the foster care community. So that's, but it, I, I don't look at that as volunteering. That's, that's more in my mind, a calling. So, but it is, it is something that having an at-home parent, uh, allows you to be able to do. You can take, you know, infants straight from the hospital. Um, and as far as I, I think I already touched on, you know, how rewarding it is to volunteer, uh, just in your community, you get to meet people you otherwise wouldn't have gotten to meet. And even 
reconnect with people you haven't seen in a, in a while. If you, um, I don't know, volunteer at your local library or something mm-hmm. like that. Have you, know, you ever people come in all the time? Say again. I said, have you ever volunteered at the library? I haven't, but um, I, I've had friends who do and like friends I haven't seen in a long time. And they're like, they're volunteering at the library. And I'm, I've reconnected with friends I haven't, hadn't seen in quite a while. So that, that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I guess that's really all I had um, as far as volunteering. Um, how about you, well, Lauren? Do you have anything else to add? Not as far as volunteering. Uh, this is pretty much our take on some of the side hustles that we've done and our volunteering. So this is our work outside the home. Make of it as you will. I, I <laughs> definitely, you know, I would never discourage someone from working however much or little that they wanted to. But I do find for me personally, I have liked getting out, you know, from time to time and working a little bit or um, volunteering certainly kind of brings that same joy, just that sense of separateness, you know, from Mm -hmm. the life that you're always in, I guess. Having Uh, an identity outside of your family. It, it's nice. It's a nice thing to have. It is. Like remembering that you can talk about something other than what we're having for the next meal is nice. <laughs> <laughs> so everything so is important. Like, what'd you say? <laughs> Nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> Everything in life is what you make out of it. I'm sure there are stay-at-home moms that don't do much. I've never met one. And stay-at-home moms that do way more than we do. Just like everything else, it can be whatever you want it to be. Have a good one. Thanks for listening today. This has been the Wifestyle Hustle Podcast. That's W-I-F-E style. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, so you never miss an episode. Consider liking and reviewing our podcast wherever you listen. Share it with a friend. It really helps us out. Look for our new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. We'll see you soon.